All right, so it looks like we're getting started. Um, Entrepreneurialist here. Um, today is uh, Sunday, September 29th, I believe. Um, we're also looking at day 11 of Entrepreneurialism 365. So I told you guys we were going to be recording an interview with uh, Bella Body Soul uh, CBD company. Um, this is Cody. He is 24 years old. He's got his last year of college and he started this business. So today we're going to be hearing his story and how he went about it. So if you want to introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little about yourself before we get started here. Hey guys, so yep, um, I am Cody. I'm 24 years old. So that may be around, is that kind of like the demographic of your audience? Um, yeah, I think we're pushing for about that demographic somewhere around there. I'm looking anywhere from, uh, to be honest, anywhere okay. from 18 to about maybe 25-ish because uh, that's when people start to kind of get the idea of jumping into this. Yep, that's exactly kind of like right around where I fell into kind of wanting to start my own business. Like I had always had thoughts of it kind of like when I was eight years old, I was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to just have my own business or something like that? But I mean, you know, very like immature ideas. But then um, it started popping back up again when uh, I left high school is when I started thinking more about like doing my own business. Because um, I had met somebody like a, an older mentor that I became like a family friend and they had owned their own business. And I started working there when I was in eighth grade. So I got to see kind of like behind the scenes of what it was like to run a business. And I was kind of like, yeah, she's like a really uh, smart woman, but she still is kind of ordinary, you know? So I was like, it's not um, like, I don't know. I always used to think like all these big business people were just um, like superhuman and, and like with no flaws or anything. But I got to kind of see like somebody that runs a business with like the armor down. Gotcha. So, yeah. And then uh, so I graduated. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I like turned 18 and I started to get the little, uh, the thoughts popping in my head again, like, Hey, I think I'd like to run something. And so I decided on a bounce house business and I made a ton of mistakes. Um, kind of like your channel concept is to, you know, just jump in and get started. You don't need a bunch of fancy equipment. Well, I, for the bounce house business, I went out and um, I had these ideas like, okay, so I bought all this advertising to uh, be able to get the business going. I started building a website, but I um, wasn't prepared mentally for the demands it took to be an entrepreneur because it's a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. So I ended up, and then I went and I bought a truck because I know I knew I would need a truck to uh, put the bounce house in the back. And it was just like um, I ended up not even really being able to do the business because there was just I didn't know you had to have insurance for it. You didn't know you have to do this, to do that, to do this. So that business was a major failure and I ended up spending a ton of money up front. So that's the first thing I would if I would recommend anything is do not spend too much money up front. And it really kind of broke my heart a little bit because I got to see like the real world. Like I was 18, I was fresh and I just. I got my ass handed to me, to be honest, but now I've had some time to kind of grow as a person and I started something else that was volunteer rather than having me to spend a lot of money. I started um, like a robotics team and I had a lot of fun with that and I learned kind of what it takes to kind of like lead and manage other people and what it takes to like kind of learn like a trade on your own without somebody telling you the roadmap. Cause when you're like a coach at like a, like a school or something like that, you have to kind of develop your own program. There's no one there like in school where you're like, Oh, memorize a, B and C do this. Yeah. I kind of had to do my own path. And, um, I just started getting smart. I was like, if I want to start my own business by the time I'm getting out of school, then I need to learn some finances and I need to understand like, um, markets and advertising so i started just getting smart and i just here and there over the course of like two years or so i just started thinking about it and then um i saw an opportunity and that opportunity was with um cbd and this was last november and my friend has always had like really bad anxiety and she'll have like panic attacks or whatnot and somebody recommended it to her one of our friends recommended to her to go ahead and try some CBD. And I was just like, CBD, what? 
is that a, some snake oil or something like that? Yeah. Like, come on, dude, are you kidding me? But she tried it, and I, st- you know, it just kind of like reduced her generalized anxiety, and so I was just kind of like, hmm, okay. And then about a month or two later, the same, she started having some pain relief effects too, because she had a, a little bit of sciatica. So it started aiding her, and so I started. I was like, okay, I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. And I heard him talking about CBD. So I started seeing it pop up more and more and more over this time, which makes sense because actually uh, this is right now when CBD started to kind of get legal. It got uh, legalized by an agricultural bill back in uh, December or late, late last year, like November. Yeah, yeah, it was later in the year. Yeah. So um, I started doing a lot of research into it and I was like, OK, well, this is actually kind of surprising me. Like, this is really cool like the opportunity just kind of came to me and I was like, you know what? I think I would really like, this is what I would like to do. Cause it's, I like helping other people and I saw what it could do for my friend. And I've always had this itch. I wanted to scratch of just being an entrepreneur. So I was like, okay, but Cody, you're 23 this time, you know, you gotta be smarter. You can't be going out and doing all these stupid, wild, crazy ideas and just spending all your money. Spending your money is not starting a business. Sitting down at your computer when it's Sunday afternoon and you want to kind of, you know, relax, that's doing your business. You're putting the work in to kind of like build up the infrastructure. Definitely. So in about in a late December, I bought another domain, bellabodysoul.com, and I started getting to work on it. And I started building the website. At first, it didn't look too great. I was like, oof, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like it was just like, um, it was like all over the place and I'm still not exactly sure how it looks now. I actually, I like the way it looks now. I started looking around at other businesses and mimicking them and I was like, okay, I need to have my products on the front page and it needs to say, have these two buttons here. I was like, this is what everybody's doing. And I'm learning from people in my field on my own. Like I want to understand, like, I want everybody out there to understand, like, there's no roadmap. You just kind of like got to try things out and do what's going to work for you. Exactly. Yes. So I started that website in December and then I kind of let it go on ice for a few months. I was like, okay, I don't, I'm not really sure where to go from here, you know, but it kept like eking in my mind. So about April, I started like, I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I started like, you know, doing this thing. I'm stressed out. I'm like, man, I'm getting too old. If I'm going to take a shot at being an entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're coming out of school. You're going to get a career. You're, do it now. You know, the time is now, man. That's oh, what yeah, I definitely. It's just the time is now. Go yeah. ahead. So I just started hitting the pavement and finding out like, how can I get a CBD product? How can I get that? Now, when you're going through all of this, did you have anybody helping you? Did you, you know, was there a a mom or a dad or a brother or cousin? Was there someone that was actually like with you on this or were you running all this solo? I got to tell you, like, well, um, well, my friend Al, who um, I bring up on my channel a few times, I brought up on my channel a few times is a. She's the one that had the anxiety. So we kind of started a little bit together, but you know, like at the beginning, I was like the real driver because um, I just don't think there's a lot of people that understand, like you're going to go through and build a website and all that. Like she's a really good idea person, but the tech was a hard on her. So for me, I had to set everything up at the beginning. So it kind of felt like a lot of it was on me. And yeah, it was it just felt kind of like I didn't I watched some uh, YouTube entrepreneurs like kind of like the Gary V, which are good for some confidence, you know, yeah, definitely. like go ahead, get started. And. Um, I just decided, you know, it's time to just go ahead and do it. So I just went ahead and did it and I was yeah. just doing it on my own. They were just like most people are going to quit after the first time or 40 like barely anybody's gonna actually try like yet alone like most people that fail like you fail you fail before you even got started because you just kind of psyched yourself out is kind of what 
I feel like I did. To my, that's what I did to myself when I was 18. I started that bounce house business and I so, dumped all this money into it. Yeah. And then, and then uh, I was just like, uh, I just didn't, I wasn't prepared for the realities of a business, you know? So yeah. I've had to grow to love the process and kind of that's where I'm at. Gotcha. So the loving the process part, that's, um, that's kind of key because that's a lot, a lot of the audience that I shoot for is going to be uh, fans, more than likely going to be fans of Gary Vee in some way. And I'm pretty sure he, they've heard him say more than once that you got to love the process. So taking it back to your first business, 18 years old, um, where did you have the money to start this? You obviously had to buy these bounce houses or did you borrow them? And then uh, the money for the truck, how did that get started? Tell us a little more about that business. And then tell us where you started to see the decline and very, when ultimately very, you decided that that was it. That was the time to cut it. <laughs> I am so embarrassed about this, but I mean, <laughs> um, you know, um, just suburbanite kid with um, not a lot of real world experience. And you can anybody can go and sign up for a car loan. You know what I mean? Just gotcha. so dumb just uh just i'm just like i can't believe i like i talk all this i i've in my life i'm like hey guys you got to make smart decisions and then like i just see myself i'm just like oh that hurts so bad <laughs> i know that like what not the thing that scares me most is not like i made a bad decision in the past like whatever i'm not going to do it again or am i like how do i know like am i being smart like i gotta i just try to just take a breath before i make decisions now because you don't need if you're going to be think about spending think before you spend a bunch of money think about it and start putting in the other parts of the business first where you have to work at it but it doesn't cost a lot of money but they're essential components of the business start with those things first to see if you're really into it and if you're ready gotcha so you took out a loan for the vehicle um yeah I would assume it was loans that maybe helped you get these bounce houses going. What did you do with them in the end? I mean, do you still got them stored oh, away? No. Did you sell them off? No, I didn't. I ended up not buying the bounce house because, um, like, I when I was 18, here's the one thing I, I guess I am proud of. I had the idea, and I, within three days, I had a truck. <laughs> like, I, at least I did it. At least I went for it. I was like, I'm you good. Did. I'm going for it. Within seven days, I was like, oh, man. Um insurance for the bounce houses in case somebody falls and breaks their neck or something some fringe scenarios insurance in case it rips and all this plus the actual bounce house manufacturing the other businesses in the area are offering face painting all this extra x y and z extra stuff so i i was done by seven days i was out of the bounce house business <laughs> with, no bounce, with no bounce house wow. <laughs> With a truck, <laughs> but oh, you got a truck uh, out of it. With I got debt. I actually did last <laughs> month. The last month I had to pay on that truck, so that thing is behind me, and it's still good. And I take it camping. You know, I'm I made lemon. I made lemonade at least with it. Yeah, and, uh, you didn't just take those lemons and you know tuck them away and and just sulk on the decision. You actually you know made something out of it. And we're talking about a car too. Talking about lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Well, so the bounce house didn't go through. You decided seven days afterwards that you weren't going to do it just because uh, a lot of people don't see that there's a lot of struggle behind uh, choosing to start a business in that manner. There's a lot of insurance stuff that you got to worry about and the cost of manufacturing and all that. And, you know, com competition is going to be tough, especially uh, if your area just happens to have a lot of, you know, party scene. There's a lot of families that like to do stuff like that. So it would have been tough. That makes a lot of sense. And so you decided it was time to pull the plug. So how long did it take for that um, when that ended before you um, started going into the CBD, the thought of CBD, not the actual start, just the thought of you wanting to start another business? And uh, because you mentioned that you uh, joined the robotics team. So yeah. was there any time in there that you decided you wanted to start a business or was it just kind of like one day you just happened to see it and we're like, I'm just going to do it? Well, I'm actually, things are coming back to me as we're talking about it. Like I should have also mentioned, um, I kind of got into real estate for a while. Okay. Uh, this time I didn't spend any money on it. So I was proud of that. I'm proud I didn't spend any money up front. 
but I did put in the work up front to kind of start getting something started. But um, this time, do you want me? To, should I say the error, the problem I did first, or tell the problem after I described the situation? Like I'm just uh, learning from my mistakes. Let's let's describe the situation, and then uh, we can go with the error, and okay. then uh, this way we can we can round off that story. Okay, so um, I went and I purchased a domain name to start a website for um, selling real estate because I wanted to become a wholesaler because I had heard about wholesaling, which is, um, you know, like uh, you find people that are willing to sell their house for, you know, um, less money. And then you kind of you're like the middleman between somebody that's going to actually repair the house and be like a house flipper or they're going to rent it out or something. So I just kind of like sell them the contract like, hey, I found I have this I have this house under contract here. Do you want it? And they give me like ten thousand dollars. You know, I sell to them for ten thousand dollars more or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I learned I went to a couple seminars with the people that want to sell you like a twenty thousand dollar education. At least I had the uh, thought in my mind like, no, <laughs> not going to do that. I'm going to do that one. No. And then um, I found meetup.com. That's still a great place to go, actually, for anything you want to meet up about with people in your community or anywhere. And it was a real estate group at my local Chevy's. And I went there. And I just uh, I started talking to people and I made good friends with a couple of them. And then I started doing those meetups. I probably went to five meetups for that. And I went on the biggerpockets.com. That's a big real estate site. And I started yeah, posting three posts a day and I made like a profile. It's still on there. I kind of, I banded it because, um, well, the reason I got out of the wholesaling business, I think it's, um, oversaturated again. I kind of, I didn't pick a good market this time. Like okay. I, there's tons of people that want to make money wholesaling real estate. There's like seminars on it. That's kind of how I found it. Yeah. So, um, I was like, okay, got, so that's not going to work. That's oversaturated. So that's kind of why I just put it down, but I still have like 500 posts on biggerpockets.com and I got really involved into it, but I didn't make the mistake of going out and buying the things first. Like, um, I put in the infrastructure of a business that doesn't cost money, but it does take the work and it's like the daily grind that you're going to be on if you're going to be starting a business. So it was a good experience, even though I put a lot of time into it and I didn't get money out of it. Um, it was definitely a good experience. And I think that's something that a starting entrepreneur really needs to take the mindset of this isn't my, you know, this isn't my only venture. Like it's okay. Um, if things don't work out, the thing is, the question you have to ask yourself is, even if I fail, am I going to get something out of this situation? Am I going to learn something that's going to benefit me in the future so that it can make help me make better and more informed decisions? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that retail, the retail business, that was a, I don't know how much of a hit it is now, but I do remember uh, when a lot of those videos were going around, I myself got into it. I spent days um, just watching those hour-long videos of how-tos and where you start and um, you know I just I was taking notes like crazy and understanding how you go and um, you basically find someone like you said who's trying to uh, sell their home and you tell them you're willing to uh, take the home you get a contract a small contract you have them sign it you give them a little cash and then you turn around and you find a buyer an investor and you sell it to them for, you know, 10,000 over over the cost they're asking or, you know, 20,000, whatever you're trying to make. And um, in the end, you're basically just connecting the dots and you walk away with your own fee for actually connecting those dots. And uh, yeah, those videos were going around for a while. They actually caught a lot of people. I myself was one of them. Um, Bigger Pockets was a site that I did join as well. I don't remember posting as much, but I was up. constantly I'm still on there. Stuff. Cody, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I still like, hey. I still get notifications. I still get notifications from uh from YouTube that you know there's a new video out because they do put up videos daily. So um yeah, I mean it's I I'm still connected to it in some way just because I, I real estate is, is an interest as well. Um I personally wouldn't get into it until I had the money to actually put down on it. Um yeah, because it's a league yeah, 
situation. Yeah, it's it's very. That's where I kind of stepped back. Was starting to see the actual legal aspects of it. Kind of scared me out of it. So I talked myself out of it as well. But um, what an interesting, what an interesting find there. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I I I also had my printed out little uh, dinky wholesale contract sheet. I went around to like um. So it's actually coming back to me now. So um. On bigger pockets, I met somebody, and he was buying a house, and he wanted me to find a buyer for him. So I was like, okay, let me come by. I looked at the house, and he was, like, fixing it up and everything. I was taking pictures of every part of the house to see if I wanted to uh, put a contract on this thing. He was fixing everything up. So, I mean, I took 100 pictures of the house, and I was really analyzing it and going into it, but decided to pass on it. And then happened with another guy, and... Then I had the idea to put up, they're called bandit signs. I'm sure yes. you might remember watching me a video. So uh, <laughs> I actually have a couple in the trunk of my car right now, too. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll pull them out. I don't know. Like uh, you said, you like bring your other friend brought his little thing out here. I don't know. Yeah, but I have yeah, a bandit yeah. sign and I ha I ordered, I did put about $200 on these. I figured that for me and my financial situation, that was fine. But I'm not spending $6,000 on a truck. And I had already put up and I already put up like hundreds of posts on biggerpockets.com, put in a lot of time. So I was like, okay, I will allow myself the permission to spend $200 on this stupid, wacky idea that I have again. So <laughs> I, um, I looked up like how to design a good sign and I just started zip tying them to stop signs, road signs, anywhere. Like I would get up, I would be up at 12 AM and I'd be like, Hey sister, can you come drive? Can you drive me around while I jump out of cars, avoiding police, so I can put up signs? <laughs> Not the best business model, right? But uh, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> that's guerrilla marketing um, at its finest. Man, crazy. I uh, that's still fun. I had my mom driving me around, putting up these signs. So I mean, I just I got started, and I still so have a couple in the back. You've had this mindset since you were 18 then. You knew you wanted to start some sort of business and you've kept interest in it. So we I wouldn't say mindset. To, uh, I'd say, I'll say desire because mindset requires thought, which uh, I haven't done a very good job of in the past. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all a learning process. That's all part of it. Um, I mentioned before that this, is, uh, this channel is a whole new learning process for me. So I think just getting into it, the idea that you had something, even with it being a desire, I think subconsciously there was some sort of... Uh, some sort of conscious thinking there that you wanted to be a business, you wanted to be a businessman of some sort. Um, so 18, you had a bounce house business. You did your robotics team. Um, you actually jumped into real estate or tried to jump into real estate. You looked into it and then backed out of that. So coming around to um, starting a CBD business, um, where were you when you thought of all this? What was, uh, what was the situation like? What was the financial situation like? And uh, what did you actually do to get started? Um, you said you had a friend that had some issues um, with anxiety and then she was using it for pain as well because she noticed the actual benefits of it. And so did you go to a store, grab one, help her out, walk with her, talk with her and just kind of try it out? Did you try it yourself? Um, did you just start contacting manufacturers and trying to figure it all out? Like what was the the step by step process there in starting your own CBD business? All right. Um, I guess let's start it from the start chronologically so uh yeah you know i had the friend with anxiety in about november which coincidentally was when the farm bill also uh was going out which made yeah. cbd with less uh cbd products with less than 0.03 percent thc coming from less than 0.3 uh thc hemp plants um kind of it passed. So it basically made CBD products into something kind of like akin to corn, you know what I mean? Just like an agricultural product rather than being um, under the jurisdiction of the Justice Department. Yeah, so sure. those two things kind of intersected at the same time. And I didn't even know about the farm bill till I really started hitting the pavement hard in April. And I was just kind of like, oh, wow, look at that dumb luck timing, you know, like this is a good time, <laughs> I think, to get into the business. You know, and then it was a product that really helped my friend and I saw it right, right in front of me and I had always heard like, okay, because the real estate market, I didn't pick the right market for me to go into, at least in this stage of my life, I didn't have big cash. So just, I was like, scratch my own itch, right? So I went ahead and I was like, okay, 
um, I really want to do it right this time. And I really started planning and spending a lot more time on planning. And then also um, for things like videos like this, this doesn't require as much planning. It's just about getting started and just doing it and getting over the fear. So I, um, I looked up how can, how can I, ordinary person, uh, get a CBD product that I can sell? And also, what is a high-quality CBD product? And then that's like the first thing that came up on Google. I was like, okay, so there's isolates, there's broad spectrum, there's full-spectrum products. There's all these different types of CBD products. So I started looking into the strengths and weaknesses of each, you know, because I didn't want to make a purchase before I was informed again. Like, I don't want to get burnt on another bounce house. Definitely. So I looked it up. <clears throat> and I was like, okay. Um, so isolate, you know, huh, you know, it doesn't have all the other parts of the plant. Full spectrum has some THC in it. And then I was like, okay, broad spectrum, which uh, is like, has all the other parts of the hemp plant that you really need to get a good effect called the entourage effect in the CBD world. You guys may, you know, you guys are more entrepreneurs, maybe don't know necessarily about the CBD world part of it. But, um, I was like, okay, I want to go with broad spectrum CBD. And I just found a supplier and person to manufacture my product. And then I got a label designed with my logo from my website. And I go in ahead and I printed out the label, made sure it was like up to snuff and looked like, um, you know, I had a lot of help from the manufacturer because they do that. It's, they really help you make things out to be how you want them to be. And, but, you know, design the logo and got it on my bottle and when i had it in my hands i kind of fell in love i was like oh my gosh this stuff is great and um oh before i bought the product though before i bought it i requested samples to make sure you know it's a product i wanted so they made me pay about 100 bucks for it or whatever but i got some samples and i had l try it and she was like yep it's working it's, you know, it's giving me everything I need. And then, um, it's kind of funny. Um, I think, I think at one point we experimented with her like a guinea pig. So she stopped taking her daily <laughs> dose of CBD. She, <laughs> she stopped taking the daily dose so that we could like force a panic attack on her and we could like try this brand, like this type of the CBD, <laughs> like, Whoa, oh, wow. like evil genius. I don't know. <laughs> so we ran like our little experiment and, um, we uh it worked it worked for her so um uh we went ahead and we 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 got those babies we we bought the product and um we had it in time for uh we wanted to start selling them at like fairs to kind of get started and i guess i don't know i just thought like maybe an in-person thing would be giving me more credibility or something so i signed up for a fair and the product came in and we're just um we're at this fair and it's the worst fair i've ever been to like <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody there at this fair and i you know i put all this time in like designing the booth and bringing it up you can actually see it at um you can actually see it online on our instagram page still at bella body soul cbd like if you scroll down far enough, it's this picture of us at this fair booth. Like I put a lot of work into it. I bought like the signs in the back. I bought like two big signs, tablecloths, and then nobody's showing up to my booth. I have my little laptop out with Dr. Oz playing, talking about CBD, like welcome to the health benefits, you know, like, <laughs> you know, so I'm you super proud of this booth. Yeah. I'm just super proud of it. I'm like, yeah. And then like, nobody's there the weekend because, um, the fair had some problems. It wasn't like our booth problem. Like we're actually here. We're having a decent amount of luck, but just, um, you know, it's just the fair was not very busy. So I might run like one or two fairs next year, but they'd have to be highly populated fairs that I know they're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of one of the stories we've had about so, how to kind of get the product. So you don't have a brick and mortar store. Your, your online, your business is mostly based online. Yes. So that's where we've seen the most success. And that's where we've wanted, that's where I've wanted to take this um, engine. I was, I've wanted to take this car from the beginning is online because I want to sell a product. First off, I want to sell a product because um, 
it doesn't require my labor and time. And to me, that was kind of like one of the major parts of entrepreneurship that I was like, that's the point of doing it is so that I can have more freedom with my time. And online, I can also, I could be, if I had the money, let's say I, my business does blow up and I have a bunch of disposable income to go and travel the world with, you know, I could be in Paris doing the same video. So having the online really adds another um, element, another de dimension of versatility for your lifestyle. That's something I really appreciate or would love to appreciate. <laughs> so do you use the CBD products yourself or just is it just L that's using it? Um, that's funny. Um, <clears throat> we filmed a video a couple nights ago. In fact, dang, we're going to have to post it because it's for an October challenge. But um I don't use actually I'll bring it up now the October challenge. So one second, uh, one second, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. Um so I don't use CBD myself because I don't personally have too much anxiety or too much like pain issues. I'll like I run and I work out a lot, so occasionally I will use some CBD products and it does help, you know, I experience the benefits. But to me it's more of additional a medicinal product just for when you need it. Or if you have like more of an anxiety or panic attack disorder, then you would take it on a regular basis. So that's my October challenge is I'm actually so I do take it, but I don't take it on a daily dose like, you know, you would recommend for somebody that has, you know, um, maybe arthritis or joint issues or panic attack disorders that come up frequently. Like uh, like for Elle, for, exa for example, like she uses them daily. So. Okay. Uh, my October challenge is that for every day in October, I'm going to post myself and, uh, you know, we actually were thinking about getting the dog into it. I'm going to, with my multivitamin, I'm going to take one of our uh, soft gels with it every single day. And we're going to observe kind of like how someone like me who's just, I don't know, like um, neurotypical or just, you know, just kind of ordinary with, the, you know, without too many ailments or whatnot. How does it affect me? What benefits do I get from it? Like, um because I do use it, but only typically in the mornings before I go to work, which um, sometimes you know, when I have to go to work just kind of stresses me out because, you know, I have uh, some responsibility and just kind of like brings me back to the level. Like I'll wake up maybe two hours before um, I'm supposed to. And that's when I'll take the CBD because it'll help my mind go to rest. Because when you wake up early and you got a lot of stuff to do for the day, it's a downward spiral because um, – it's going to you're thinking about, oh, man, I need to sleep or else I'm not going to be able to prepare for the day. And then you're stressed out about the day. And now you're stressed about not being able to sleep. So it's a downward spiral. that makes it all worse. So I take the CBD for those scenarios and it does help me get back to sleep. But I don't take it on a daily basis. I take it on as needed. So that's kind of our October challenge. I'll be posting on our Instagram page is we're going to be taking I'm going to be taking one product a day of 10 milligram CBD soft gel with along with my multivitamins. Well, that's that's actually pretty cool because what you're doing um, is you're bringing a an authentic um, experiment of sorts to the end consumer because someone who wants to try this out I mean it's easy to just show them charts from a doctor who knows where you know saying that this is good for There's you not a lot of research. that way um well whatever research is available i mean we're used to getting just a paper with a chart that shows you what's what and this is what it does and what it doesn't do and the side effects but what you're giving your end consumer is a a more authentic a more um, in-depth experiment on yourself for someone who doesn't really need it and then you also have someone who does need it and you're also bringing um the dog into it which is pretty cool because i have seen plenty of videos where you know people have a dog with some sort of um medical con you know condition where it's it's constantly shaking or it's got you know anxieties of, of sorts or it just jumps at any little sound and they use these uh, cbd products and they actually calm their animals so it's pretty cool that you're bringing your end consumer a more real um life experiment for them to see and yeah. i think this is going to be a great idea especially if you have it on your site for people to follow along as well it's going to be yeah. it, it's a great I, I love the idea i really do actually um yeah, that's why I'm smiling because um, I, you know, I was like, okay, are people gonna like this idea? And then um, you know, it's great, like, cause you picked up, you picked right up on exactly the concept of just like um, it's a more real experiment, kind of like seeing is believing in a way, you know, like 
if you can see something, it makes it a lot more impactful. Just kind of that's what happened to me. That's where I got the idea because I saw I saw what happened to Elle when she took it, and that made me believe. You know, so that's yeah, definitely impact. That's that's so like, a, I I, I, I really. That. Yeah, I really love that idea. I'm, I'm stoked to okay. see um, where it goes and for you to put that up on the site because that's it's such a genius idea to be able to give your end consumers. Like you said, there's not a lot of research out there. So you're giving them something, something more authentic, something more real to watch and to look at, and they can follow with you day by day. And even when you finish the month off, you're going to have everything recorded for them to be able to see how it went and, you know, what the side effects were, if any, and, and the actual progressions of how CBD affected you, whether positive or negative, not that there's any negativity to it. Um, but it's just, it's, you can give your end consumer something to actually visually see that they can follow. Hey, this was last year. This was two years ago, three years ago. And, you know, who knows, maybe you do one a year so that people can see that continued use doesn't, you know, there's no harm to it really. Okay, so here's the scientist in me with the experiment. I also have a hypothesis of how it will go. So I think really the main effect I'm going to feel is um, just less, just some less aches and pains for maybe when I run, especially in like my ankles. I won't have any symptoms. Like so, I I would take the CBD on a need basis as soon as I felt the pain, but I don't think the pain is even going to come up. And the biggest effect is the anxiety I have before I go to work in the morning. It's just going to be completely negating. I'm going to be able to have like um, just a more emotionalist decision so I can think logically about what I'm going to be doing and make the right decisions in life. That's the main impact I think is going to happen. Gotcha. So are you going to be recording videos or are you just um, documenting through photo? You know what? I wasn't sure yet. Let's do that right here. We could give them a little look under the hood, I guess. Um, what do you think the advantages of doing it on video versus like taking a picture? I'll probably end up like mixing both and probably going with one towards the end. I think it would be cool. Um, and, and again, I'm not an, uh, I'm not a professional here. This is just an opinion of someone who's yeah, looking yeah. at the outside. I'm just yeah. um, I think it would be really cool since there's three. There's going to be yourself who has really no necessity for it you have um l who actually has a necessity for it and then um you have the dog as well i'm not sure if it's yours or l's dog i think it would be cool to have um video of each so for yourself i noticed you've mentioned more about waking up with the um the mind constantly running and in a downward spiral so i think for you to grab your camera waking up um, and recording yourself, how you're actually starting the your day. Like, ah, the day is coming. The day <laughs> is coming. <laughs> just, you know, drool. However you wake up, I think this is going to be the most raw aspect of you um, recording what's on your mind as you wake up in the morning and then how you feel throughout the day. So if you recorded maybe two, three videos throughout the day and just compiled it into one piece um, and then I'll do the same and you have the same for your dog and you in some way put it together um, whether it be just a quick, um, I, from a device, I use um, a Kinmaster um, to put everything together in one piece. And it's actually really easy. The ease of use. Yeah. Okay. The ease of use for this app is, um, it's, it's amazing. So I think if you did something visual like that, where you got a recording of yourself in the morning, you got a piece of her um, when she maybe starts to feel anxieties or even if she starts to go through it or in some way for for the sake of hey, the experience. I know you're having a panic attack over there. Can I take a picture? <laughs> something like that. I, no, 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 I'm I just mean, kidding. I'm just messing around. <laughs> if, if something yeah, no, like I that, think that's a great idea. Really authentic because it's not, it would be, it would be something for someone to say, um, let's say it's a video of you just saying, oh, so this morning I woke up and I felt kind of, you know, nervous about my day, but I took the, you know, the, the tinctures or the uh, gummy or whatever it may be. And I was calm throughout the day. So it's one thing for them to say it, for you to say it and then hear it from you. But it's another thing if you just wake up and you're in a groggy state in some way and you're just like, yeah. man, I got so many things going through my mind right now. Like, this is what my mindset is going through. And you actually just express what's on your mind. I got so much to do today. I'm just swamped. I don't know how I'm going to go about the day. Let's see how today goes. Or if you take it the night before and you wake up in a better mindset, you can tell the people that, you know, hey, you know, so I took it last night. I'm waking up this morning and I got to be honest. 
Um, I, I don't feel the stresses that I felt yesterday, or I don't feel the anxieties of what I'm going to do about my day. So that's just on your aspect. And then on hers, she can do something where she starts to feel the anxiety and she takes it and then comes back in a couple minutes and see where she's at or in, in you know, half hour and see where she's at. Um, even if it's just pictures going about her day. And then it's the same thing for the dog. Any way that you plan on using the, um, the, the canine for this, you can you know, just document it in video, I think it would be a pretty cool aspect. And then um, okay. for the end goal to be able to put that on your website, I think is going to be such a great, a great piece of um, valuable content for end consumers who plan on using CBDs, especially those who are still conscious of uh, the whole, am I going to get addicted? Um, what are the side effects? And, you know, it's like you said, there's not a lot of information out there and it's still really oh, I- new to uh, society. The reason I'm confident to say that that stuff's not going to happen is because um, think about it from the perspective of arguing from a burden of proof. I'm not putting up a claim like they're claiming all these different things that are just like these are really bold claims. Like you're going to get addicted. You're going to be like, like it's not that's I mean, what is that founded on? There's not really a lot of basing in that thought. Yeah. So, so with CBD, you're, you're not going to get an addiction to CBD. Like, uh, yeah, definitely. And see, for myself, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel confident in saying there's no addiction to it. But, you know, yeah. there's, there's going to be quite a few out there who still have their hesitations. As a matter of fact, I messaged you yesterday about um, a coworker of mine, uh, my supervisor. He mentioned that his mother um, needed it for joint pains and she was given a, a piece of a gummy. And it actually gave her the side effects of being high. So I told him, you know, I was explaining to him that there's, um, I'm assuming, variants of CBD products where you may still get the THC effect and others. Um, He probably bought, did they, where'd they buy it from? I couldn't say it was just, he said it was given to him, which I mean, it could have been anywhere. Okay. I would think, um, oh, so they didn't even have the package. It wasn't packaged. No, it was just given to him, which again, could have just been uh, how high did she get i mean like what i was gonna say happened is probably they saw a thing in the store that says like cbd pills but um it's actually like a one-to-one ratio or like a one-to-four ratio of like uh of um you know like thc to cbd or something like that so they see they marketed a cbd but they do have some thc in it yeah. So that might have been what happened to her. She got one of them products that has um, which wouldn't be really classified as CBD product. That'd be kind of like a, that's just a full on cannabis product at that point because it has more than the 0.03% THC in it. Yeah. See, that was my assumption right away too. I told him he more than likely got something that was about the one to one because he said she she did feel the feel the app this the THC effects and she was not happy with it. So she, now she's hesitant on other products. Um, and I was explaining yeah, yeah. you, you openly put out there that it's uh, no, T, no THC in your CBD products, which is amazing because there's a lot of people who don't want that side effect. They just want the benefits <laughs> of CBD um, to help them in their own ways. And then that was also a tactical decision on my part before I brought the product, too. So that's another thing I thought about before I went and spent money was um, um, a product without THC zero THC in it wouldn't have the chance of like a manufacturing defect to have an accidental dose of it in there. And then somebody just takes something they think is a CBD product and they get, whoa, they get dosed. You know what I mean? With a psychoactive yeah. effect, THC. So I thought that would prevent a lot of issues. And I don't see the net. I don't see why you would need the T. You don't really need the THC in the CBD product to get the effect so long as you have all the other parts of the hemp plant incorporated into it. So that's why I went broad spectrum. Gotcha. So it was a good choice there. Um, I really like that it's it's no zero THC um, because, the, I, like I said, there's huge benefit to CBD products if it can be used in a manner that isn't giving you um, the THC effect. And, and I think that's where the market is. I think... Um, you have a great product. I, you have a great uh, business and the concept of everything. Um, I love the idea that you have for the experiment. It's like I said, I can't get over that. It's a great idea. Um, so you got started in this business. You invested. Um, how much would you say you have in your business now? And how long have you been running since uh, November, you said, right? November, December? 
Um, yeah, that's when I started putting the first building blocks together, and then I really started hitting it hard, like, beginning of April, too. So, like, so I guess you could, I guess you could say it's in the works for about nine months or so, you know, just thinking back and forth the whole process. But, um, a lot of planning went in, so the implementation part's only been going for a couple months now. Gotcha. So, you're actually going full force, and so... Everything seems on the up and up. Everything seems uh, sprightly of sorts. You're having, you know, success and you're making sales and you got the Instagram running and you mentioned that you have a channel going as well on YouTube. Let's hear some uh, obstacles. That Oh, not yet. You got to get that started. Definitely got to get that started. I would suggest just jumping into it and just just start recording what you're going to record. Even if you did the experiment there, that would be a great spot because you can actually make the videos longer and have them on your site as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think um, I forgot where I was going with this. You so <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so again, you you got a lot of success. You have everything. You've been going full force for about nine months now, and it seems like everything's good. Your site looks great. Um, I personally liked it when I looked at it. Very professional, and it's very wise of you to actually follow concepts that other businesses are doing as well, because that's pretty much what you do: is you take you know what's working and you run with it and you make it your own way. Um, what are some of the obstacles that you had to overcome when starting this business? I mean, I doubt you walked right into it and haven't had a problem or a hiccup since day one. Um, let's hear some of the stuff that maybe you struggled with in the beginning, maybe. Um... Oh. Well, speaking of problems, um, I'm not sure if you guys can still see me. Hello, you guys I there? see you now. Well, speaking, I apologize. Speaking of problems we've had with the business, um, sometimes your internet goes out when you're in the middle of a video call or something like that. <laughs> you receive a call because you're doing yeah. it from your device. Uh-huh. Oh, that's um, what happens? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, apparently I got a call. Um, so again, everything couldn't have been uh, or maybe wasn't um, straightforward. You had nothing but success. You had to have some obstacles that you may have faced, uh, maybe some people who didn't support you, maybe some decisions you made that uh, went against the grain of society. What are some of those obstacles that you went through? Um, so, my well, growing up, my family, including I, we do not have very positive feelings about cannabis. Like, um, we grew up with the typical thought of like, you know, you know, losers take that people do this, you know, like, um, oh, all these medical benefits. Oh, it's just an excuse to get high and whatnot. And so I didn't grow up with very positive associations with it. <clears throat> so I knew the product worked. I knew it didn't get you high like um, I had previously thought it would after, you know, actually experiencing it firsthand. But I was like, oh, man, what are other people going to think of this? Like, I don't want to be thought of as one of those loser type of guys. Like, I'm pretty clean cut for the most part in my real life, you know, like outside. Just um, so I wasn't sure, like, what sort of judgment I would be getting from other people because um, I don't feel like I'm in the cannabis business necessarily. I feel like I'm more just helping with, like, CBD, just more like trying to help people. I don't know, like, um, so that's something that really held me back, especially from putting my face on camera and posting content and creating it. So I already had the fear of that anybody's going to have of going on camera and the fear of, you know, just putting yourself out there in the first place. And then you waste all this time. Maybe if it doesn't work, it's like the biggest fear in in the world. And then I had that on top of it, like afraid of this social stigma, like, oh, there's another entrepreneur and look, he's a loser, like, ooh, I'm going to start a business type of guy, stereotype. So that was always working against me in my head. And that's something I really had to work work against to get yeah. over it. Okay. So financially, what kind of struggles would you have, would you say you've had um, investing in your business? Um. Financially, I haven't had too much struggles um, with the business, like um, investing in it, because I already made those mistakes earlier earlier in my life. That's what I was saying. Um, it goes along with like, this wouldn't be my only business, okay? So like, I can do something else. I don't have to be so committed to it. Like, I can just 
not have too many expectations for it and just go about doing my process. And I didn't spend too much money like I did on the bounce house business because I already had made that mistake with the bounce house business. So I wanted to go about it doing it in a smarter way. And I started this business in a much better financial position because I had gotten a career position and I was making a little bit more money. So I could afford the um, about the $5,000 I put into product and the booth and initially setting up advertising is what my initial cost was. So I would say definitely make sure you're, you are in a uh, good financial position and that you have an emergency fund prepared in case things go wrong because um, you don't have to stake your whole life on a business. You can just do it and plan it out and if you're really committed and you really want to do it you're going to do it eventually but you got to make a plan part of your business plan could be okay i need to get into a better financial position for this particular business or i need to pick a cheaper product that's not going to give me as much of an upfront cost so there's a million opportunities so i'm saying you don't have to have money to start a business but you know it you pick a certain product or certain thing you're doing that's going to allow you to not have as much of a startup cost. I mean, you can get started a cheap business for under $500 if Definitely. you really want to. Or maybe if it's a, some sort of consulting business or just giving information on the internet, then that would be no cost because then your product is just you talking into the camera or you know selling or monetizing it however you're going to monetize it. That's just my perspective. I don't know what you think of it. Again, like um, I'm not a veteran entrepreneur. I'm just up and coming trying to get my own thing started. So I'm not sure what your thoughts on that are. No, um, it's it's the similar mindset. It's not always about the money. Um, it's, you know, it's about what you do and how you do it. Um, something as simple as starting a YouTube channel and blogging or um, interviewing up and coming entrepreneurs. I mean, there's there's ways to monetize, but there's um, little to no money invested. I think I spent, um, I think it's something like 12 or six bucks a month for um, Kinmaster Pro to be able to remove the watermark and stuff like that. And yeah. that I, that, that I, I pretty much, or you can do the one-time charge for the year that I, I, to be honest with you, I slapped that on my uh, T-Mobile bill so that it's something that I don't even feel because it's part of my T-Mobile bill now. So mm -hmm. that wasn't money out of pocket. Um, aside from that, I had, um, the Canon that I recorded the last video on that I already had for personal use. And that was for family photos when we vacation and do stuff like that. Um, but even if I didn't have that, I would have recorded with my phone. And as a matter of fact, when I did that recording, I didn't have an, and I don't have a mic, a shotgun mic for my camera. So what I did was I took my phone and used a, uh, recording app, a voice recorder, and I recorded the audio version on my phone and I have the video version on the camera and so i had to piece those two together and it's all part of um you know trying to do this with as minimal invested as possible i think i spent another eight dollars on a mic because I, I i record myself daily from my device on the way to work while i'm at work and then when i'm getting out and um i noticed the audio quality because i'm driving you get the noise from the outside the wind blowing you know you got cars and stuff like that so I grabbed the mic only because I felt like it would enhance the voice section of the audio and keep kind of the background to the minimum. But again, yeah. I'm trying to keep it as minimal as possible. So getting back to it, um, it's not always about having um, tons to invest in a business. It's about where you start and how you start. Like you said, you can always start some sort of um, ad agency where you have the consumer actually paying you up front so that you can use some of that money to produce the ads and then um, charging them on the back end for the overall cost of your services. And then you would just decide on what your services are. POD companies, you hear plenty of people who start um, print-on-demand companies where they open a Shopify store, they use a seven-day trial to go ahead and get their stuff started, they slap up some designs, they put a couple ads on Facebook or even just a simple picture on their uh, regular page and the marketplaces and get someone to buy. After their first purchase, I think it's something like two days before uh, Shopify releases the money and boom, you got your first couple bucks. You uh, made a shirt that's going to cost you about $12 to be made by you know, print for or, or whatever the print company you use. Yeah. And in the end, you sell it for $20, $22, which is a higher end price, but just kind of throwing the, you know, for the sake of uh, the argument here, um, or fake, for the sake of, of example, you sell it for $20 to $22 and you're making, you know, an eight, nine, $10 profit. And then you stack some of those, you know, two, three sales. And now you got the money for the Shopify store, which is going to be 29 a month. If you want to buy the domain, it's another $14 for the year. 
And then from there, you're using a print-on-demand service. So all you're doing is having them collect the money from the end consumer, not from you directly. So you're getting that money in the middle. And again, it's all about what you do and how you do it. And uh, little investment, little to no investment is a very real possibility nowadays, considering the computer age gives you everything at the touch of a button. You pretty much have your phone. As you said earlier, you watched a video of someone who started their own business from their mobile device. I mean, yeah. <laughs> If there's no other example of not having money invested, that's got to be the best one ever. Because if you can start a business from a mobile device, what is really stopping you from starting a business now? And it's all that's, about what you put your mind to. Good. Exactly. Like, um, I mean, you don't, you don't even have to go that extreme. I mean, like, you don't even have to make your whole, like, website and everything off your, uh, your phone or anything. But, yeah, I would definitely recommend minimal investment pretty much is really the way to go because i mean the bulk of what the cost is i find is like would be like for advertising would be like the most expensive part of a business at least um for like people coming from i guess like our perspective i would think advertising would be the most expensive part and the most time consuming and a lot of that can be done on instagram or youtube or whichever social media platform or your website on Google, getting it ranked in SEO, different things like that. So yeah, minimal equipment is what I would recommend. Yeah, definitely. I think it's the best way to go um, to be able to start anything from scratch. I think because you get the, the more rugged side of it, the struggle, and it, I think in the end you come out stronger. So when you do uh, decide you wanna go full production equipment, or you want to start printing from home, I mean, you have that experience of doing something from scratch. So when you have easier uh, options, it just makes it that much more of, of a, a piece of cake. You you start doing the work on your own and, and you're not struggling because it was so easy to begin with. Um, yeah, definitely. Starting a business nowadays is there's no struggle to it at all. It's a matter of just putting your mindset to it. Um, Good. So, uh what if you could if you could um look back at yourself from when you were 18 you're now and you're able to talk to your your 18 year old self what would you have told him um to maybe do better or what advice would you have given him then and um and then afterwards we'll go into what advice you would give someone now if you were sitting in front of let's say me i'm telling you i want to start a business so we'll go ahead and ask that afterwards but what would you give your 18 year old self advice on Considering uh, uh, your mistakes and your story, your uh, situation, what advice would you have given yourself, given your mistakes? Um, I hate saying that. I don't know what else to say, though. Like, it just sounds so cliche. Like, the biggest thing that I has always held me back, like, I feel like I would have done a lot more things already by now if I had just started working, getting over my fear of um, just working with things. Because I guess um, I always had a little bit of social anxiety. Like, I never liked talking to the cashiers when I was 18. Like I couldn't even talk to a cashier without feeling anxious. So I did a good job overcoming that. And I would just say, I just wish I would have done everything earlier. Cause I think, I think I did a solid job of taking some risks and at least just trying things, even if they didn't work out. The only thing I would say is just to accelerate that process. Just, um, Hey, um, you're 24 now and your life is better than it was when you're 18. Just uh, what you're doing was correct, but you've got to do more of it, more and more, like double down on it. Just um, double down on yourself and taking chances and don't be afraid to make mistakes because no matter where, what point you are in life, it's just um, even if you have all the money in the world, there's still always going to be that existential crisis that comes with life and that everybody's going to have different problems. It's just going to vary what type of problems they are based on their socioeconomic status or um, neurological conditions or anything or whatever it is just um life's rough so go ahead and make your mistakes um, early and often that's what i would say to myself beautiful that's perfectly said um early and often is a great great piece of advice because i think the quicker the quicker you have these failures and you learn from them the better off you are in the long run so if you had a brand new entrepreneur that you knew was trying to get started right now, 
they're um, they have this idea that they want to be a business person, they want to be an entrepreneur, and they want to get started. What advice would you give them to get them fired up and um, and keep them motivated? Get the hell out of here! No, um, just uh, <laughs> my, my, <laughs> um, get ready, man. Make um. What do you want to do? Like, what do you genuinely want to do? Like, um, I know when I'm in the car listening to music, I, for the 30 minutes I'm driving in the car, I want to be Eric Clapton playing the guitar. And I want to be, I want to be a rapper on stage. So find out what you really want to do. Um, what do you, what would you actually like to do if you weren't getting paid for it? Because, um, of course, everybody's going to like fame, which is what you're really fantasizing. Are you fantasizing about the fame and the money, which are really just positive externalities of living life on your own terms in a smart, responsible way? Like, what do you really want to do? Are you do you like chipping wood and making wood carvings or do you want to um, design speakers or make software like what something that you think you could actually um see yourself doing on a day-to-day -day basis after you have all the money and all the fame or whatever your fantasy is for the second find something just being self-aware what do you really want to do and do you enjoy doing because um getting started is a rough process full of doubts and full of um you know just um not sure what's going to come next so you better like what you're doing while you're doing it because that takes one little uh knife out of your back that's going to be needling you so just do something you want to genuinely do not just what you imagine would be really cool if everybody looked at you as it gotcha. that's what good piece of advice um love your story love the success you're having right now i do hope to follow up with you in a couple months and that's that personal um experiment that you uh, want to do for the 30 days i think it's such a great idea i can't wait to see you get started on that i am following your page so i am excited to see the videos or pictures that you post um i will be following up and i will be commenting regularly um so awesome. know that you got at least one person watching who is holding you accountable to these videos because it's Ooh. it's going to be a great piece great accountability uh, i don't want that <laughs> Unfollow, please. <laughs> I, just, I was hoping to blow off the 30-day challenge. Okay, now I gotta do it. Damn. Now you got to do it. You got at least one person watching, and I'm definitely going to be putting it out there. Um, if it's okay with you, I'm going to be sharing um, this video on our page, on my page, and on the YouTube channel, of course. I also do want to chop this up and use bits of interviews as content with your permission as well. Um, I'm doing this on the camera so that people can see what it is um, for business to start up and how it actually works. And um, yeah, you're going to have some accountability there. Keep it up, man. You are you're you're crushing it right now. You're doing amazing. And um, I do want to follow up with you in a couple months and see maybe where you're at. Um, okay. You got a great story. You have some great success and you got a great business model. Um, I love the the um, more personal touch you're adding to it. Um, it doesn't feel so much like a um, a big business, uh, a, a corporation. It feels more personal, and I like that. Um, yeah, it was a great interview today. I do thank you for your time, Cody. 24 years old, um, owner and founder of Bella Body Soul. There's the great shirt. Great company, great CBD company. Um, I'm going to have to get me one of those shirts and you will see me repping it. Um, okay. Yeah, definitely going to keep up with you. And uh, man, thank you for the interview today. I do thank you for your time. I know it's Sunday. We both could have been doing other things. We could have been spending time with family or watching football. But I was supposed to eat tacos. That, we'll see. Here we are. We're grinding away. We're still doing our work. You took time out of your day to give me this interview. I do appreciate it, man. I appreciate you and everything you're doing. You are an amazing person and keep grinding, man. Keep humble. Stay humble. Keep grinding. And, uh, you know, you're an amazing guy. You got to keep it up, man. I'm so excited to see your successes. And, uh, God, I can't wait to follow up and see where you're at. Hey, thank you very much. It was great being on here, too. Um, and then I would love to uh, kind of go over how we could chop up some of those bits and pieces. And I could maybe even work with you on some of that just to kind of see. Nope. Yeah.
Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, we're going to stay in communication. Uh, I, I, it's something that I do want to do aside from, uh, you know, just having a quick interview. I would hate to, for it to be something where I interview someone and then just cut off all communications. And that's pretty much it. You know, and it's going to be a lot of people to keep up with. But I, I prefer to have a personal connection of sorts with um, anybody that I'm interviewing because it makes it easier in the long run to be able to to be able to work back and forth. Um, I would definitely share some of this with you, most of it with you, if not all of it. Um, if that's what you wish. And this way you yeah. can use the same thing. You know, you can put it out there and use your um, your, your parts as, as uh, content as well, because it's ultimately that's what we need as far as social media. Um, your business uh, primarily looks like it's is it is it um, on Instagram? It's it's that's the home place for your business yeah. right now. That's where okay, we uh, so. that's where we started our efforts. And like you were saying about YouTube, that's where we're branching off, really. That's where we're going to be going. I'm going to experiment a little bit on there because I want kind of like long form video content to inform consumers on how to select CBD and like what's good about CBD or legalities, whatever questions it is that would just kind of provide them value. Gotcha. So have you ever thought of maybe uh, interviewing experts in the field as uh, additional content for your YouTube page, something like this where I'm, I interview entrepreneurs up and coming or uh, successful as they are. Um, you know, maybe interviewing some experts, maybe interviewing um, competitors if they're up for it. I mean, it's not easy to talk to a competitor and get the truth out of them, but maybe just going yeah. back and forth, sharing information as far as the CBD products and their health benefits. Um, just some ideas for you on the YouTube channel. Um, definitely hope you get that started soon because um, I think that's going to be a great addition to your to your business. And um, yeah, man, we're, uh, we're going to be sharing this and I would love to keep a, an open communication with you, even if it's just through um, the DMs on Instagram and we can communicate back and forth and just kind of see how everything's going and hold each other accountable a little bit. And okay. uh, I, I am going to be sharing this video on all platforms and um, hopefully we can get some eyes on your business and, and we'll see where we go with everything, man. Sounds like a plan. In fact, um, I'll probably put this up on YouTube. If you, uh, you share it with me, then it'll be one of the first things I put up. And then uh, I'll start. I got a couple of videos already and I'll put them up on there. So thank you very much. And uh, oh, it was great you. being on here. Thank you. Thank check you. Out, uh, check out Bella Body Soul CBD on Instagram. There, there we go. You go. The home of Bella Body Soul. Cody, 24 years old. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for taking time thank out of your you, Sunday for this interview. And uh, hope to talk to you soon. All right. Later, guys. Thanks a lot, brother.